Welcome to Comically Inclined. I am Danny Stewart, the editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com and the host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the social media manager. I just ate an M&M. I'm sorry. I'm Jared. I do the content managing things. Also, I eat M&Ms. I'll get it right one of these days. Jared's the content producer for the show. Uh, welcome. We are happy to have you. Hopefully you're happy to have us. Uh, mm-hmm. Tonight we are talking about the second Spider-Man trailer, which dropped last night. We did a live video reaction. Uh, it was my first time seeing it. Yeah. Jared didn't show up. Well, um, Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> also, we're going to be talking about our trip to Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. We had a trip to New Jersey and New York, and we had a great time. It's a blast. So, yeah, we, oh my, oh my God, God. so much fun. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it's a whole different place, man. I wish Jared was there. I was there. Oh, shit. You oh, you were there. My bad. Yeah. You guys made me sleep <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. Somebody left you at the Amish. I have a knot on my back from that couch, dude. Like, it's hurt for three days now. I didn't. The Airbnb with no kitchen. <laughs> I'm not getting into this, but whenever I booked the Airbnb, you were sitting right next to me, and I said, I'm going to book this one. And you were like, yeah, I don't mind sleeping on the couch. Did I really say yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, you I did. I say a lot of things, man. I totally. Uh, you. You cleared that when i booked it so uh but anyway we've got some other rumors and stuff coming up uh in blake's rumor mill uh man uh disney plus day was kind of big too oh man uh, it's huge we honestly got... that's what most rumor mill is just okay. disney plus stuff well, we will you ready then yeah all right let's Get do it. it oh that's cool <laughs> so many new things this week on Rumor Mill. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we have the Disney Plus stuff pretty much. I mean, I that's what the internet's flooded all. with. All the rumors is pretty much just deleted. You, you turned down. Did you turn me down? No, I just can't hear him. You can't hear me? No. <laughs> just yeah. keep going. I don't need to hear you. I can do it. I can do it <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. can hear me, though. So, right? uh, yeah, yeah pretty much. There's not a whole lot of rumors on here, but a little bit of speculation with the trailers that released on the Disney Plus day. Uh,. We get the Moon Knight, the She-Hulk. Uh, Moon Knight. We'll, we'll start with that. We'll start with Moon Knight. Uh, so the Moon Knight trailer. Uh, so it was a little bit different take than a comic book Moon Knight take. Uh, I mean, Moon Knight, I mean, uh, Mark Spector, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, like, in the comic books, he's like a bad CIA agent. I mean, pretty tough, you know. Right, pretty yeah, bad he's... dude. I mean, on this uh, the trailer, I mean, he seems kind of frantic, kind of frail, not really super, just badass. Uh, not at, when he's in his well, whatever personality he's in. Right. Uh, so I think that's a little bit of a different take. Uh, and then honestly, I mean, it kind of looks like he's in that museum, uh, maybe stealing something. Uh, and that's how the whole he, maybe he gets his powers. We're not really sure, but it does show a demon walking in the background. You can see the silhouette with the glowing eyes. Yeah. So I don't know what the character that we were introduced to in the trailer, the one with the kind of funny voice, that right. sounds kind of like he's very like three different voices. Yeah, he, he uses several voices for that. But I don't know if that character is one of his personalities, but not the main Mark Spector personality, right. and maybe that's why we're hearing that. Sure. I don't know if he's going to do that the whole show, or maybe that's their take on it. Maybe the, the Mark Spector personality is not going to be that tough. Right. But when he becomes Moon Knight, he will be. Danny, oh, yeah. who the f is Moon Knight? Moon Knight is the I am I am not the biggest Moon Knight fan. I'm going to be honest with you. He's basically Marvel's version of Batman, 
Uh, except that sure. as opposed to Batman wearing dark clothes so that he can't be seen, Moon Knight, who loves brutality and loves fighting and loves being hurt, wears white clothes so he can be seen even better. Um, he is the servant of an Egyptian god. Sure. Uh, I think it's Concha. Con- One of them. Huh. Um, but anyway, Khonshu is what it is. He's the servant of an Egyptian god, and he also has multiple personality disorder which he splits between those personalities while he's in the Moon Knight uh, costume. So hmm. it's weird because the the choice to make Moon Knight a character with multiple personality disorder was an explanation for why the god that he serves doesn't really exist, that is actually one of his split personalities. Hmm. But then I think they changed that in the comics where the god does exist, but he still has the multiple personality disorder. So they kind of just retconned it back to his original origin and then left the cool multiple personalities, which if you're suffering from multiple personalities, I'm not saying that's like really cool and you're not suffering. I'm just saying it was a (laughs) it was an interesting addition to the character when they added it. Right. It's it's going to be interesting to see what their take is, you know, in the cinematic version of it. Uh, I I'm not gonna lie, the the teaser trailer looked really good. I mean, it's, it's I've never heard of, I I've never kept up with Moon Knight or really like, oh, see what Moon Knight is. But that trailer made me want to find out what Moon Knight is. Yeah, and I'm excited to see the full reveal of the costume. I think the little hints they gave us at it, or right. the hints they gave us about it, were very interesting. I can't wait to see him in action in the costume. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, then we got the She Hulk, uh, which you know the big thing is. What's up with Banner's arm? I think oh, it's real t- quick. I do want to say hi to our fact checker and human. Uh, why am I so bad at this? Human something specialist. What is it? Resources? No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Ben. This uh, is going to bother me now. What's up, Ben? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> relations. Human relations human specialist. Relations specialist. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What else we got? Oh, She-Hulk. What, what, what's yeah, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk looks pretty cool. Uh, doesn't show a whole lot. But, you know, the big thing that everybody notices is Banner's arm. It's not in a sling. It's not scarred up. It looks cool. Which you were talking that you think this might be a prequel to Endgame. Yeah. So but, I, I think that it takes place during that period where he was in the lab merging his sure. uh, Bruce Banner consciousness with the Hulk body. Sure. Becoming Professor Hulk. So can I argue with you? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Always. Uh, I disagree. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> Idiot. I'm, of no, course no, no, you're no, wrong. Like, like, no, like, think about this, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. We see what Banner looks like before he turns, you know, into Professor Hulk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what They're showing Banner now without the damage. Or we see him in Shang-Chi. I'm sorry. Uh, longer hair, more grayer hair, but still got the arm in his sling. Mm-hmm. We, we know, Obviously, we know that's after any game. Now he's not, so I think he's actually uh, – all right, if you look at Shang-Chi, and I never noticed this until I was watching a video today. If you look at Shang-Chi, why he's got the left arm or whatever, right arm in the sling, the opposite arm, he's got a bracelet on with a glowing green light. Yes. Never paid attention to it. It's down here at the bottom of this frame. You can barely see it, but he's got a metal thing on his arm with a green light. Yeah. All right, I think that's something that he's made in the Gamma Lab. To, to control him going from maybe human to Professor Hulk or, or whatever. And maybe he couldn't heal properly. Because, I mean, the Hulk skins, you know, you can't even penetrate it with a needle. So yeah. so you probably can't even treat it medically-wise. So maybe he found a way to go back to Banner to treat his arm. 
and that's why his, he's been able to heal his arm up and get it back. And it just and then he goes back to the Hulk or whatever after that. Just but to human form long enough so he can treat his arm and, and heal it because he just wasn't able to as, as in the Hulk. So uh, here's here's what I'm gonna say, and it's only because I see this connection in the trailer. But the She-Hulk costume, the classic uh, purple and white that right. she normally wears in the comics, you get a glimpse of something akin to that in the trailer, right? Right. Okay. That costume that she's wearing is very similar to the Professor Hulk costume that he is wearing when they're fighting in Endgame. Right, which is similar which, to all of their costumes that they're wearing in Endgame. No, because I'm saying that it's Professor Hulk. He was wearing purple and black and white, very similar to the She-Hulk colors. And mm. I think that that's because they intended for it to be a scene of him and Jennifer Walters in the lab figuring out how to make him Hulk full-time and also she becomes She-Hulk somewhere in there. Okay, I'm not going to disagree. And then they make costumes together. I'm not, going, I'm not going to disagree that, you know, maybe they weren't working together during that time, but I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there that I think this takes place after in-game. Okay. After, I mean, after the arm damage. We're not terribly far away from seeing it. So. Right, right. So we will settle this. Who's, yeah. who's, who's the actress that's playing She-Hulk? Oh, my God. It is... If I can remember her first name. Ben? Uh, Miss Lonnie is her last name. Lottie. Lonnie. Miss Lonnie. Miss Lonnie. Ben, help yeah. us out here. She was in uh, Black Orphan on BBC. Um, anyway, ben, ben, will, ben will let us know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ben. But she's really great, so I'm really looking forward to She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you think we should do a bet on whether or not it takes place during, before or after yeah. Endgame? Yes. $50. Ah, let's not do money. Let's do something fun. Shit. I'll bet $50. I will bet $50 on whatever Danny says versus your $50. Yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, also an announcement. If you have a gambling problem, you should seek help. <laughs> so. Tatiana. Tatiana, yep. Um, Which so. is very similar to the name of her rival that's going to be in the show. Yeah. Titania. Mm-hmm. Tatiana. Tatiana. So, all right, so what is this bet? What is it? What, who's calling what? Yeah, so, what do you want to bet? This strange bet about a show that hasn't even come out yet. Uh, trying to think of something. I think the loser has to wear a dress on our live stream after the show premieres. No, because if you lose, you've worn a dress before. It's no big deal to you. I don't mind wearing dresses. Yeah, I, exactly. Looks, so how is that a good bet? Good in a dress, well, really? Because I already know you're gonna lose. Oh my god. Push-up bet? Let's, uh... let's, let's make a... Let's pu- let's make a... Okay, 50 push-ups. <clears throat> Dude, I can't do push-ups. <laughs> You're in better shape than me. Aww. You even told me the last episode, I'm looking soggy. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Well, wow. you were not here. He was this on me the whole time. Hey, so Blake, I've been watching you, and you're just really good. How about downhill. this? How about this? How about this? Here's an ultimate bet. And, here, and Heather, you back me up on this one, okay? The loser of this bet can't... Stay for the mid or end credits for no. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, no. no, I wouldn't do that. To <laughs> Don't make bets if you're if you're not ready to do check. Yeah. I'll do. How about this? All right, we're going to do the hot chip challenge Friday. Correct. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're doing In the hot chip money, challenge okay. six thirty on Friday. Yeah. Whoever loses a bet, we order two more, and they have to sit there live and eat two of them. No, live. no, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to do extra. that to you either. So Ben's so, done that kind of situation. Yeah, true, true. 
Oh my! I hate, oh, I don't want to see it all. <laughs> He's already sweating. <laughs> so stupid. They want they want me to eat a, a chip that has 1.4 million Scoville 1. units 6, in it. 1.6? <laughs> I thought it was one. That's we like, looked it up. It was 1.4. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, my yeah. Bad. Uh, he, he literally texts me like 7 a.m. This. He's like, are we really doing this hot chip challenge? This? I'm like, yeah. Do you guys see this? This is fucking nuts. Like, why would anybody want to want to do this? Like, <laughs> We're doing it. I, not, not yet. We're not. I, I, All right. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Am Wait, I, am I getting $50? Oh, wow. You're going to owe 100 bucks. Shit. Or you're going to make 100 bucks. Uh, that's true. Anyway, Blake, what did you have next? Uh, Yeah. So uh, next is which we didn't get a trailer. But uh, the House of Harkness, we got we got a title. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting. The, Har- is. the House of what? House, House of, of Harkness. Harkness, which I, I love. I feel like there's so much that this is this could be. Like, all right, we got. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. House of Harkness, House of M. It's pretty much a Wandavision season two. I can see. Uh, that. Yeah. I think they sure. named it House of Harkness for a couple of play on words. House of M. Uh, House of Darkness, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like it's a fun name, fun title, great title. Uh, what do y'all think it's going to be about? What, what do you think this is going to place in? Do you think it's going to tell uh, more of, like, uh, Ag- Agatha daring WandaVision or prior? Uh, or do you think it's going to be, you think it is going to be like a season two where it is post? Uh... <laughs> Are we betting on it? <laughs> I think it's going to be post WandaVision. I think okay. it's going to be, so. it's going to be their chance to redeem the Agatha Harkness character because sure. in the comics she's not necessarily a bad guy. Right. She's not necessarily a villain classically. She was Franklin Richards uh what's the word I'm looking for? Servant? Nanny. Special nanny. helper. Yeah, she was his nanny. She was Franklin Richards nanny in the comics and you know they're about to introduce the Fantastic Four and we right. may so I think they're bringing her around. I think they're going nice. to... It's going to be a redemption arc. So is really. this going to focus on her and not uh, Scarlet Witch? Or... Right. Okay. So, yeah, start, it's, so it's Scarlet Witch is... just for her. Sure. And I, I wonder how much... Because uh, I assume with Scarlet Witch potentially going to be in uh, Doctor Strange, how much whatever she does in that will reflect on to this. Is... I'll be shocked if we don't get Doctor Strange in the House of Harkness. Yeah. Honestly. It, I mean, it's definitely going to be magic based. Benedict right. Cumberbatch is just—he's like, let's do it. Like, I mean, he's in other. Like, he's—he's he's honestly kind of like the new, uh, new Tony Stark. Like, not in the role, but just in st- like connecting a bunch of other yeah. stuff. Like how uh, Tony Stark was that. in the the first few phases. It's kind of like nuts. Taking on the responsibility of being that through line for the MCU. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. And I mean, gosh, with all the opening stuff too, with you know Blade getting quasi introduced at the end of Eternals, like you're gonna start seeing otherworldly stuff that's that's gonna be so much fun i know it's nuts yeah then we've got a uh, secret invasion uh once again another title uh <laughs> quit laughing danny what's Just secret invasion danny i don't <laughs> i don't get it i don't either well i, I do get it actually uh but anyways what just <laughs> happened it doesn't uh, matter turned his headphones down um <laughs> <laughs> but Secret Invasion, you know, we get a picture in a title. You know, you get old Samuel L. Jackson with the the patch off his eyes, showing the old Flurgan scar. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think it's gonna be really fun, and I think in that that's the show we're going to get to really find out who this whole time's really been who we thought they were, or who's been a scroll. Obviously, I know that's kind of what's based on, but uh, I really I really hope we get some surprises. I think we'll get some fun pieces where they kind of wend their way through the. MCU storylines. Right. It could be possible we could see some dead characters return 
um, just sure. on the chance that either a they're being impersonated by a scroll now, or they were being impersonated by a scroll when they died. Here's where I think it would be hard for them to say, "Oh, it's impersonating the scroll when they died," because you know when scrolls get killed, they turn back to their natural form. Right. And I think most of these That's deaths, true. we see them lay there dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be a fun. I think it's gonna be a fun show. So oh, so this will be a series. Yes, uh, Disney okay. Plus series. Wow. What? How crazy is that? Yeah. Oh, so, this Disney Plus stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I don't know. I know it's not the cinematic uh, quality, but it's it's a higher quality than most TV shows. And I, I always kind of had mixed feelings about it when it, it all first started, but just as much Marvel we're getting packed into a year now, I love it. Uh, I'm so I love it so much. I love yeah. you. I love you so much. Yeah, I love, we all love I, you so much. I love all y'all. What else we got? I'm being touched What's, right now. What else is it? Big good guy. thing we're just audio. <laughs> Did I tell you you're looking pretty good? <laughs> I think you could do at least ten push-ups, Blake. Do you think you could do uh, more than ten push-ups? Ten would be time? my max. Re- ten yeah. would be your max, yeah. dude. I dude, dude, I have a lot of center weight I've gained. Right. And uh, center weight? Yeah, center weight. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> center would, weight. My weight would not be like evenly distributed to do push-ups easily. Danny, how many push-ups do you think you could do? Uh, I know I can do like thirty in a row. Sure, and runs without... every day. Some days, just I, I, the, uh, yeah. the other the other day, I told Danny that I could beat a beat a in a in a mile, and he got so offended. He's, he goes, he literally goes, I run three miles every day, and I go, Danny, I was with you two you days really? this week, and you didn't run three miles either of those days. And I was like, so your statement's false. You run three miles most days, not every day. But he did sleep in while we got some cool T-shirts. You know, that is together. very true. Yeah. Yeah, what it's okay. We'll talk about that. Hey, in a so anyway, what 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 else we got, guys? Can we can we uh, X Men ninety seven? I yes. think the yes. thing I'm the most pumped about the best freaking Marvel cartoon ever made. Besides Agreed. that, and Spider Man, you know, in the nineties was the two best Marvel animation series ever made. In a pickup from nineteen ninety seven, and to carry on with original voices, some new. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm really excited Ooh. about it. So, I can't so wait I, to see I'm that. I'm about binging and, all the old X-Men series so, just so for to the clarify, hell of it. what is going on with this? Uh, who, who's doing this? What, what's, what's happening? Disney so, Plus. So Disney Plus is doing what? Yeah, the X-Men series in the 90s. Okay. Up one. Yeah. Where it stopped, they are continuing and picking up where it stopped and doing continuing the series. Very cool. Yes. That's fantastic. With the, ori- with the original cast, and, or some original cast, and some new, new cast. Really? Yep. Huh. Wow. That's really interesting. I like it. Yeah, I'm me excited. too. Uh, I'm really excited. That was that series was where I really fell in love with Wolverine as a character. Me too. Um, and it really got me like deep into comic books, which kind of kicked off. Sure. You know, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. I was a sheltered child, so I wanted to, but I couldn't. Yeah, you guys talk about Veggie Tales almost every fucking episode. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Veggie Tales, did no. you see the new one that came out? <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Uh, so in uh, the last one, I think, it, uh, which was we did get a trailer for uh, a little bit more leaks was uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, uh, so we got some actual footage. Yeah, we got her in the Captain Marvel costume. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to take it. I think it's be fun. Uh, I don't really have no views on that yet. It's, I kind of I don't know. I'm not super excited about it, but I, I do want to see it. Uh, I do know that they are taking a little bit of a different take on her powers. Yeah. Uh, you know, more of a grand leader, 
uh, Green Lantern style than a Mr. Fantastic, I guess, because they don't want to mix her powers in with Mr. Fantastic since he's coming soon. Yeah, uh, huh. that's a lot, lot of people are pissed off about it, but it makes sense. I, I don't, I don't see why, why that's a problem. I have to wonder how they're gonna do her origin in the show because she's an Inhuman in the comics, right? Yeah. Ter- she gets her power from the Terrigen Mist. Yes. So here's my theory on this. I think it's got something to do with all right, like how. Mo- uh, Monica Rambo got her powers because it shows yeah. that little clip. You know, almost looks like Monica did in Wandavision. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be some kind of similar thing like that, or uh, maybe you know the energy when that last snap. Maybe that sends some kind of energy field through the Earth and then random. Maybe activated the X gene or or other powers. I don't. I don't know. I mean, we've got mutants coming. It would just be. Right. It'd be weird because you know that's not our origin in the comics to just roll right. her into the X Men. It's true. We also could uh, introduce in a weird way since now in uh, MCU canon there is the fallen body of a celestial being on Earth. That's they true. They could tie that in in some way. Oh, of I like that. Terrigen mist or yeah, some sort of buzzing. inhuman activity um, that way. Interesting. I didn't. I, I didn't even think about that. I like that. That's pretty. Think good. outside the box, man. I mean that has yeah. to because like they have to address that now. Sure, yeah, they have to. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's huh. it, it'd be kind of ridiculous. Did not even think about that. That's great. Probably because I fell asleep in the last thirty minutes. You know, you know, it's kind of crazy too. Is since they, I know you guys talked about Inhumans last or the Eternals last week, but now that we have Eternals uh, with this, you could also have the Eternals since they have a lot lot more knowledge than the average you know person on Earth. Right. Kind of. Uh, introduce like something to create the X Men or the Inhumans as a way to fight what they believe is going to be another Celestial coming to Earth to, you know, duke it out with them. So that right. could kind of introduce the you know craziness into there. But I mean, mi- mi- it, it, it's Miss Marvel, right? Yes, you Ms. said Captain. Mi- I- yes, Miss Marvel, and then that, that's going to be the Disney Plus show. Yeah, and then next year, or well, actually, that is next year. But then the following, that's going to be the Marvel's movie. Sure. Which will have her, Captain Marvel, in blue. And it's so interesting because Miss Marvel in the comics, you know, it, it's kind of a nice storyline along along with, like, how Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of got to see, like, a high school kid trying to right. be a superhero, and she does similar things. But, you know, with different struggles and stuff. But she's also, you know, if we're going to have, like, uh, Young Avengers... She's another box right. you can tick oh, off yeah. there for being sure. able to uh, join up. So that's really, really You know, an, an, another thing I read today, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, Peter Parker's not going to take up the role of Tony Stark. And it really seems like Doctor Strange is. Uh, but the Russo brothers just recently made a comment that Peter Parker is stepping into Tony Stark's footsteps. I think as he gets older, yeah. I mean, you can kind of see, right. you know. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I don't know if they mean that to like, you know, you know, there's been talk about, you know, Peter Parker... Uh, leading the Young Avengers, sure, uh, and maybe they mean that in that way of, as in a leading role, or or do they mean it into him stepping up and, and taking the footsteps of the the regular Avengers? You know, the, I, I think there's there's been times where Spider Man was the leader of uh, Young Avengers. Right. I don't know, Danny. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know of a time in which Spider Man was the um, the leader of uh, the Avengers proper. He he. He got called up to be a part of like the Avengers B team whenever um, what's his face um, Kang uh, destroyed the. Uh, I think I remember reading that something like that where he, but I don't know if he's ever actually been. Uh, so Spider Spider Man and Wolverine joined the new Avengers at the same oh, time, yeah, yeah. and it was when John Romita Jr. became the editor in chief for Marvel Comics, and he decided that if they were going to call the Avengers the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, 
they should probably have their mightiest heroes on the team, um, which is why they actually put some of their more popular characters on the team, whereas sure. it had always been kind of B-list characters playing as the Earth's mightiest heroes. Yeah. But no, as far as I know, and I'm fairly certain about this, Spider-Man's never been the the leader of a team of Avengers. But, but also in the comics, Spider-Man was never really like a protege or somebody that like was super under Tony Stark as things no. like that. So that that's a new thing for the MCU. During Civil War, he did. Yeah. He, uh, he joined on the side of the Superhero Registration Act. He joined Iron Man's team to begin with. He revealed himself as Peter Parker in the public yeah. to... Un- he unmasked in front of everyone. Mm. And then that's whenever somebody killed Aunt May mm. um, in retaliation against Spider-Man. And he switched sides to Cap's side of the um, Superhero Registration Act. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Very I'm going to go yell at my kids. I'll be right back. All right. That sounds like a lot of fun. Listen, here's another announcement. Don't have children ever. You can have a dog or a cat or a turtle, but don't ever have children. I, I can't agree with that. Dude, could you imagine if everybody in the world stopped having kids and we could just have the world's greatest fucking party for and the then next, we'd eventually like, kill off humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the that. earth would be better off. The, the earth would be better off. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. That'd be so great. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we we get into weird conversations when you leave, Danny. Don't leave us. Uh, that's nuts. So, all right. So, I mean... So are we not going to talk about the trailer for the new Spider-Man uh, something, something, something movie? Spider-Monday. Okay, Spider-Monday. So it's coming I, up. I, I, I'm so freaking pumped about I got this. a couple of things from that trailer. One, do you think that Doctor Strange in that end, uh, like, uh, it looks like what he, when he said they're coming through and I can't stop it, that's going to be like the big bad, the, the big the big battle towards I don't the know. end? It seems like, to me like they're already there at that point. Wait, yeah, so I think that's going to be th- at the very end. And maybe a whole bunch more things come in the universe, and it's it's over. So because like I mean, you see the scaffolding when he's standing on the torch. The scaffolding's down. It's already been down. So I think the fight's already been over with. The scaffolding that was around, you know, Statue of Liberty, uh-huh. it's gone. It's gone. And he's saying that while you know all that stuff's happening. So I think this is where just like shit ton of universes collide. It ends. We got our after after scene credits, and then I mean, and then we got you know Doctor Strange in the multiverse uh, of madness. madness. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, I'm just, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I don't even care to show fucking Toby and Andrew. Like, I am freaking pumped. That was good enough for me. I can, I can feel it. Sorry, he's so, he's so <laughs> really close. Next time. If if you've been on the internet in the last 24 hours, <laughs> you know that this has been torn apart already. Oh yeah, millions of times. But there was a release in Brazil where. Their version of the trailer actually shows the lizard taking a punch or kick to the side of his head. By nobody. <laughs> yeah, and there's literally nobody coming towards him, and the theory is that one of the other Spider-Men has been edited it's, out of the scene. It don't have to be a theory. I mean, come on. Yeah. I it, mean, We know. We so, know. Yeah, so the, it, all it, the scenes around the Statue of Liberty match up with the leaked images showing the different Spider-Men. Right. So I don't want I, – I, I'm going to get my mind made up. I do not want to see the Spider-Man in any trailer. I don't. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if it shows them. And then the theatrical version, you know, when we're, when we're there in the theater, you know, everybody's going to get excited. But it's going to be ten times more pump if they don't show them at all until you see it in the movie. Yeah. So Ben says that he believes that box that Spider-Man steals from Doctor Strange is where he's trapping all of the villains. and that he I said that a few episodes ago, remember? You're he like, accidentally nah. releases them. Remember that? Yeah, but now Ben's saying it, and he's the fact checker. <laughs> Yeah, Ben's really smart. Yeah, Ben's smart, Blake. 
I wonder where you get that idea. But <laughs> it's uh, so I I think that's a really interesting idea because it leads us to understand that they're not coming. Those aren't the things that are coming through at the end of the trailer, because we already know Doc Ock and right. Goblin are there already. Right. So obviously they're not dependent on whatever's going on around Spider Man, and we're going to get Electro earlier in the movie. We're going to get. Uh, and, and then there's also, if, if you slow it down, we did this last night, watched it on point two five. there's a second goblin in the trailer. Yeah. And, and some people are saying, oh, it's just a, uh, updated Willem Dafoe after he's done got, you know, in this universe. I disagree. I do not think it's Willem Dafoe. Why, why would Willem Dafoe even worry about upgrading his suit? He's cool. He's got his pumpkin bombs. He's got his glider. Why would he even worry about completely going through and changing it all? I, I truly think that it's a different goblin. Of some version. I don't know. Also, I think of note, we already know from this trailer Mm -hmm. that Doc Ock is still in control of himself and not answering to the the octopus arms. Also, go ahead, sorry. (laughs) Spider-Man is most likely (laughs) fighting a Sinister Six. Yes. And we are missing two members of that because I don't think you can count Doc Ock as part of the Sinister Six. Because yeah, he might be helping. Yeah. After he realizes, it seems hey, like this he's on their Peter. side, which leads me to believe that we're going to get two more villains that we haven't seen. yet. I can agree with that. Uh, did you also notice, like, when Doc Ock had Peter turned upside down, and you know uh, he sit there and went, you know, just hit his chest. That's when you notice, you know, he had the nanotech. We're like, is it nanotech? Is it not? Is this a different version of Doc Ock? I don't know if you noticed, when he's upside down, Peter has a chunk of the nanotech missing from his chest. When Doc Ock, so Doc Ock has tore a piece of that nanotech out and has adapted it onto his tentacles. When he goes to hit him upside down in the chest, that's why Peter's mask comes off. It literally goes down and protects his chest where the claws hit, and that's why he has no mask, and that's when he realizes, hey, you're not my Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. So... I think he takes the rest of the Iron Spider suit right there. Probably. Yeah. And then that's why he has to get a new that's why he has to get a new suit. Jared? I'm just taking it all in, boys. I this is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to interrupt Blake because I feel like he will, he'll punch me in the face. So I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna let let him roll. Like a toddler, if we just let him talk for long enough, he's gonna fall asleep and then we'll be It's crazy. He's literally I so excited for this. For stuff. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean so Ben thinks he Ben says he thinks at some point Spider-Man's going to feel bad for the villains and try to release them. Well, that's yeah, why he's yeah well, I mean, the the, it, wait, that's true. Because in the trailer, I mean, he's like, uh, isn't there some other way? And then Doctor Strange's like, no, there's no other way. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's definitely true. Jared? Uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, uh, I, I really... I, I, no, it's cool. It's yeah, cool, Blake. Sorry. Go and interrupt Ooh, me again. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> sure, I am now. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. Oh, this is what I always say in these cool. situations. Uh, <laughs> so I, I really think that his struggle with wanting to not kill these villains is going to be because of the whole Mysterio thing. I, I, I really feel like the whole Mysterio thing is still going to be weighing heavy on him. Not just him, the accusations, but just him being killed right in front of him, if, if he truly was. And I think that's really going to mess with his, you know, his moral status. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see Mysterio back. I, think. I, I don't think so either. I don't think he's one of the Sinister I Six. I think he was dead. Edith didn't confirm. There's no more illusions. He was dead. I've, I've got to wonder if it's going to be Vulture. I, th- I think we're going to get two. I think to fill out the Sinister Six, we're going to get two Tom Holland villains. I don't think it's going to be Vulture. I think Vulture's still in prison, man. Well, I'm just 
I'm saying out of everyone that he has fought, right? We could get Shocker back. True, it's true. We can get Scorpion. We can get Venom. There's been rumors that Venom's going to be in the post-credit scene, but I doubt he's going to show up and fight with the Sinister Six. Um, <gasps> but as far as established villains, Jared, please say something. <laughs> what if? And hear me out on this. I'm waiting. So at the end of Venom, right? He licks the TV. It's a little weird for this. Mm-hmm. this is P- you know, Peter Parker, uh, Tom Holland's universe. What if? What if they're fighting uh, and? Uh, and in the end battle, Venom actually shows up to like to actually help out. Like he he does, like he's fine, and then he realizes that like, like you know maybe well, he's one of the people edited out instead of one of the Spider Men. That would be sick. Because I mean, what if what if Peter Parker's black suit that he has on is a MacGuffin and he's really uh, symbiote Spider Man because well, he's helping him out. Actually, on the black suit thing. Uh, I don't know if you, I got to watch some videos and some pictures, and it really makes sense, and I feel like this is true. Uh, one of the leaked scenes was supposed to be when Spider-Man was down on the sidewalk. One of the, somebody like threw a bucket of green paint on him, uh, so it covered his suit in green paint. So he flipped his suit inside out, and that's the black suit. If you actually look on the inside uh, of Peter's suit in Far From Home, I believe, or or homecoming, one of the two that it's far from home. Far from home. The inside of it looks just like the black suit with the the actual gold that you see mm-hmm. is actually the technology and wires and stuff that t- in, in the, the suit that Tony created. So I think that's the suit actually just flipped inside out. Yeah. Uh, and then actually, as in like the powers, the mystical powers that you know Ben's talking about uh, in the new suit. I think the only mystical powers that Strange is actually going to allow Peter to have is just to help trap them back in that box. I, I think it's literally is going to be very limited because I don't. I think he's probably too nervous and too leery to give him too many mystical powers. I mean, he did I think break the universe, right? So I, I think it's literally just going to be some kind of power to kind of kind of a Ghostbusters thing, you know, kind of you know trap him and it puts him back in that portal box. What does he I do? Can... What does he do? What was yeah. he do? Trap the whip. <laughs> I yeah. I kind of wonder if because he has to turn the suit inside out if his web shooters aren't working and it's mystical webs. Ooh, and, well, like the like the bands of Ciderac, which Doctor Strange uses to trap people and tie them up and right. stuff. Sure, no, that would if be cool. He gives them sort sort of mystic web shooter. Yeah, and then plus he probably would never run out of webs that way. The, exactly. Yeah, it'd be li- it'd be limitless. He wouldn't have to have web blood. But we'll see. Blood. We'll all see. I mean, it. Uh, but it's it seems to be focused on his wrist. That's what makes me think that. Right. Sure. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. What, so, what do you think with this? The movie's still, uh, you know, a ways off. But what do you think after the end of all this? How, uh, what the end credits scene, or what they're going to try to introduce? Because they've been kind of in the last few movies, Venom was introduced into the Spider Verse, and then mm-hmm. Eternals, uh, we got uh, potentially uh, Black Knight with Kit Harrington, and then uh, and then uh, Blade's voice at the end of that. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do something connecting a larger universe, or they're going to kind of stay with the hey, we got more properties and stuff coming? I, I think stuff. one of the end credit scenes is going to be the release of some more new characters that came through the multiverse break at the end, if, if that's the way it plays out. Because, I mean, we're going to have some kind of end credit scene, I think, that leads up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Sure. So I, I think it might be a glimpse of another new character. I mean, a lot of these end credit scenes now are new characters. And I, I think this movie is going to be on the same pace with these Eternals, uh, what have you. I think it's going to be on the same pace of introducing more new characters. Here's what I think. 
I think we're going to see uh, Patrick Stewart's Professor X at the end of this. Uh, I think he's going to come through cool. the multiverse, and he's going to be the first one of the X-Men. And then part of Multiverse of Madness is going to be we're one Professor... To well, pr- I think Professor X is going to help Doctor Strange uh, find some X-Men to help do whatever they got to do. I can see that. I can't because I it's do, already yeah. said that Wanda will fight a Fox character in Doctor Strange's Multiverse of sure. Madness. So yeah. I, I think you're very right on that. If yeah. they just open a floodgate of introducing Marvel characters into the MCU just to like open up properties and be able to just stick them here and there <laughs> like pins on a map, um, I think that'd be great. I, I'm not opposed to it. That's it, nuts. If they wait till Multiverse of Madness to do that or mm-hmm. till Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania right. to introduce more characters... Um, it's not going to hurt anything. I think the movie's going to stand on its own, but it's going to be really cool to get all these extra characters added. Sure, I'm, I'm for here sure. for it either way. Gosh. And I'm going to call it now. I think... I don't think MJ's going to die. I think they, they're making you think that in the trailer. I think I, I don't Andrew think Garfield's going to save her. I oh, I was going to make I, that call. I don't think it's, I, I don't I, think it's Todd Holland that's trying to save her. I don't think Aunt May's going to die. I think Happy's going to die. <gasps> oh... I'm calling it right now. I think Happy's going to die. How is that the worst of the three? <laughs> you, <laughs> like, I know it is. Like, physically, right. that hurt me. But I, like, I love Happy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I truly think that Happy's going to die. Uh, because, I don't know. It, it, just something about, like, more and more I watch this trailer, uh, more and more, you know, the, the teaser we watch. Like, this one, all right, where it shows Happy with all the, you know, the uh, red dots on him. He's got this look on his face. You don't really pay too much attention to him. You're like, oh, he's got this, oh, shit, look, whatever. Well, then... Kind of the same setting, same colorization. Uh, you see Aunt May running through a building. I mean, with just emotion in her face, and she's holding something glowing green. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, and then I think there's a scene too. It shows Peter kind of the same thing. But I, I th- the look on Happy's face now, like seeing these extra scenes, it almost looks like, oh shit, I know I'm about to die. You know how you get those looks on people's faces yeah. in cinemas? Like I've I, seen that face so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's gonna be happy. I think happy's gonna get killed. I've I'm I don't know. Maybe Which really sucks I can because see that now them, they're gonna sacrifice someone to make it a big emotional play in the movie. So I mean but, Iron Man's not around anymore, Happy's just been kicking around following well, who's Peter gonna buy in the last Morgan two cheeseburgers the rest of her life. Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm, he promised. I'm gonna make that's a, so sad. I'm gonna make a different prediction. I don't think Happy's gonna die. I think Aunt May's gonna die, and that's gonna be a catalyst for for uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man to want to continue as Spider-Man after this. Because I think I think all this is gonna take a lot out of him, and then her dying is gonna allow him. She's gonna give him that oorah win one, you know, for the good guy speech before before she dies or something, and then he's gonna be like, all right, after all this, I'm gonna keep being Spider-Man because that's what that's what my aunt wanted me to do. I. I remember a leak some time ago that Ned is going to die. Yeah, there's yeah, there's been a rumor of that so, too. So, I mean, it's his best friend. But you see Ned hanging from that flagpole when, you know, yeah. MJ's fallen. Listen, I mean, out of all those people, you know, you Ned, Ned, Ned can, dies. Yeah, they're good, best good, friends. Like good if for your you, best Ned. friend died. I'm not going to lie, I don't care if Ned dies either. But our Ned's not going to die because he's they, he might be coming on to be the hobgoblin eventually. See, my best friend was Jesus and he did die on the cross for our sins. <laughs> so anyway, what do we got going on? <laughs> so anyway, Blake, do you have anything else on your list there before we break into the top five? 
I think I'm done. So I, I, got, I have one thing before we I don't can, want to be done. Before we continue please on. Please do. Um, Wheel of Time series. Uh, the show's coming out on the 19th. Uh, my favorite book series of all time adapted into a show. They've been, already been renewed for three seasons, so the first season's coming out yes. on the 19th. Give it a watch. I don't know if it's going to be good, but Robert Jordan I is... I hope it is. Robert Jordan is one of the... If not the greatest, he's one of the greatest fantasy fiction writers of all time. And I, I it's definitely worth watching and giving it a chance. So definitely watch that. Ben said, okay, VeggieTales, calm it down. <laughs> what, what did I do? Your whole thing about Jesus. Yeah. So anyway. G- Jesus loves you too, This ben. week we are doing a top five on top five super weapons. Yeah. Top five. Hey, the top of the five. Uh, that's, we heard that a lot <laughs> yeah, when we were in New York City. Yeah, this, New York was full of people. Hey, yo, hey. what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking your top five. This I got my top five. top five. Uh, so, Ooh, yeah. no, uh, it, it, uh, it wasn't like that. But <laughs> the whole time, literally, we walked down a city street, and there was 20 slicked-haired Italian men yelling from their window, <laughs> going, hey, you shut up. And then, <laughs> and then they all go, I love you. It was crazy. Never so seen that before we'll, in my we'll life. We'll talk about our time in New York a little here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so this week, we are doing top five uh, super weapons. Uh, feel free to put your own list in the chat. I know Heather's going to be loading hers up here pretty quick. Yay, Heather. Um, and hey, hand me your can. Oh, Jesus. Ah, thank you. I got to remember what my You're welcome. Is. So, Blake, your top five. So, top five. I have one DC ca- weapon on here. Yeah, I can't wait to hear you talk about this. I didn't know you knew anything about this character. Uh, a little bit. A little bit enough to be like, uh, well, hey, I know he's coming up in Black Adam movie. It's true. Uh, who doesn't love Pierce Brosnan? It's uh, James Bond. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan's going to play Fate? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a great casting. I didn't even remember that one. Wow. Okay, yeah. sorry. but That's no, no, really good. That's a really Just, good uh, casting. The, the Helmet of Fate. For one, I mean, the Helmet of Fate, you, you're getting multiple powers with, with one weapon. Mm-hmm. Telekinesis, strength, endurance, speed, intelligence. Uh, <laughs> no, somebody can use that. <laughs> Hey Jared. <laughs> it's like to me the Shut helmet the of face like one st- to me the helmet of face is a one-stop shop weapon. I mean really. Uh that's about all I know about it. But I just think it'd be cool to have all that thing just by putting on a helmet. So yeah. so in the comics the helmet of fate was uh what turned somebody into fate which was fate. uh Nabu was a lord of chaos or yes. lord of lord of or- was it a lord of order or lord of uh because there's Lord of Chaos and there was Lords of, I, I think, think it's, it's Order. So y'all tell me this: where did the chaos. Doctor part? Well, in? Chaos were the bad ones, and th- so they had kind of a yin and yang thing going. He was a Lord of. Hey, can you tell me that Ben? Uh, he was he was good. He was good for sure. And then when somebody put the helmet on, they became Fate, and like huh. Fate basically just consumed them. Yes. Um, so where did the Doctor label come in? Doctor Fate. I mean, I think it, it was the seventies. Every yeah, yeah. superhero was oh, Doctor okay. something. Gotcha. Doctor, right. you know, Doctor Pepper, Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom. Uh, all right, it's so, a lot. Doctor Soul Shoals. What's know, your number five? Souls. Let me let me look. Uh, let me look at my <laughs> list here real fast. Good. Um, good uh, all right, so my my number five comes from the world of Star Wars, and that's going to be uh, uh, Han Solo's DL forty four pistol. It's uh, a great Rodian killer. 
Yeah, dude, this thing, I as a kid, like when I watched that, I wanted that pistol. Like it was so cool. I mean, <laughs> as a super weapon goes, not that crazy great, but the way he used it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Super iconic weapon. And if if I was in in that world, that's the first thing I'd want to go grab. Lords so. of Order. Lords of Order. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I was right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you so. are. Boom! I knew nice. something Danny didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just give myself that <laughs> sticker. Hey. So well, yeah, my my know, you got some catching up to do. Those are all mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so my 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 fifth one is just more of a nostalgic-y one, but it's still one of the coolest weapons that yeah, I've ever seen absolutely. in cinema. So, and yeah. and if you remember from the Han Solo movie, Solo, yeah, uh, he it's actually a rifle with all of the shit broken down off. Yeah, of it. he breaks it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Heather, really what was cool. your number five? Oh, Winter Soldier's arm. <laughs> yeah, Heather. I would have figured Wh- which I, one. I figured you would have taken the rest of Sebastian Stan instead of that arm. Jeez. Well, I mean, <laughs> is, is it offered? Wh- which arm though? The the metal one, Ben. The, the, the vibranium one. Ah, the Wakanda one. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that one's really. Yeah, that was really really cool. Yeah. Ben's number five is lightsaber. A lightsaber. Heck sure, yeah, sure. you can't go wrong with a good lightsaber. Which yeah. which one though? The, ben, like, the weapon of the Jedi. I still think Darth Maul's uh, d- dual li- lightsaber uh, is the co- coolest one oh, that's yeah. ever been on film. I, I agree. I I have to wonder about the dual wielding um, lightsabers. I think it looks cool, and I enjoyed watching Ray Park use it. Sure. Um, Darth Maul's my favorite character from Star Wars. Um, but also, he uses it like a bow staff, and if you've ever had any training with a bow, you know that of course. the strongest swings come not from the very center, but swinging from the end and taking sure. it all the way around, which is impossible because you can't hold one end of your staff. Yeah, but if yeah. you got a laser beam that cuts through anything, you don't need leverage. I know. I'm well, just saying. Well, here's it's... what's so crazy about this as well, and I, sorry, I'm going to get into Star Wars mythos, but traditionally... Like users of the dual wielding lightsaber were more traditionally uh, defensive Jedi and yeah. not offensive, and then you have Darth Maul who took it in the completely different approach and was just like, <laughs> just "F this, everybody. I'm going to kill everybody." So I think I think it, that kind of lended its more more to saying, "Hey, this guy is using something which is traditionally used as a like defensive weapon as just you know taking on two full fledged Jedi and wh- whipping some ass." But God, what a what a what a fr- the the prequel uh, Star Wars were terrible, but that scene was the oh, it was so good. I'm gonna go home and watch it tonight. So Jesse <laughs> says the, the ultimate nullifier is on his list, and we're not gonna talk about that because it's on my list. <laughs> um, my up, number five up. is Ebony and Ivory, uh, Dante's two pistols from Devil May Cry, uh, two guns, unlimited devil energy as ammunition instead of bullets. And if you've ever played the game, he's got some bigger weapons and, like, missile launchers and guitars and all kinds of stuff that he kills things with. But there is nothing more fun than just chaining combos between his swords and ebony and ivory. Two of my favorite weapons of all time. Sure. Very nice. Yeah, I like the sure. names, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty badass. Blake, your number four? The Eye of Agamotto. Mm. So are we t- are we talking about movie MCU Eye of Agamotto or yeah, Time Stone okay. version? It's, or still, it's, it, it's the only one I know. Yeah, damn. So, yeah, uh, Troll Time. I mean, yeah, I, I would. Oh, I, I mean, I'm obsessed with time. Our you know our, our lifetime, everything we can do in the time world it doesn't yeah. really exist. To, to be able to uh, control time uh, and stop things, I mean, reverse things. Uh, I, I'm just put your it, thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, just infatuated with it. I think I think that would be so cool just to be have that hanging around your neck. Yeah. Do what you want with time anytime you want. Cool. So, so the Eye of Agamotto in the MCU is the time stone, whereas in the comics the Eye of Agamotto was just a it was a magical, a magical art, relic. Art, art, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did not know that. And it did something different. It was not it had nothing to do with time, right? Right. No, okay. it has nothing to do with time in the comics. But I mean, they did a really good adaptation of doing that and then having it be an Infinity Stone uh, for the it's, for the movies. Which if I remember really correctly, cool. it's an amulet of the wizard Agamotto. Yeah, yeah. Who, the original yeah. Uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. <laughs> nice. Correct. What's in this guy? Hey, I know. Hey. He's on it today. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know which one's Danny. <laughs> I know. Well, the, I don't know. That's, Doc, that's, that's a good looking man right there. I don't know a lot about Doctor Strange. He's not one of my favorite comic characters. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, Jared, your number four. So my uh, number four is also uh, another nostalgic weapon, but still very badass. But the uh, uh, Hattori Hanzo sword from Kill Bill that was used by uh, the Bride Uma Thurman. Yeah. Uh, the fight scene with her. It, what was the name of the? Um, uh, of the, all of those people she fought, the forty it was like the forty seven something or whatever. But that that whole thing with her using psychos, right? I guess so, something like that. But I love that whole uh, mystery behind that, like the fact that she got the man, you know, uh, to uh, make her a sword after he said he wouldn't, you know, do it anymore. And like the fact that it was just so freaking cool. Like God, uh, I love that so yeah. much. But yeah, Kill Bill is such a beautiful love story to. Yeah kung fu movies sure and it's it's done so well of course it's tarantino y'all want to know a fun fact sure i've never seen it okay i don't know how that was fun you want to hear a, a sad a fact a depressing blake's never fact heard, blake's never seen <laughs> kill bill one or you, two you've never felt the sun on your face blake <laughs> jesus <laughs> get with it man <laughs> heather what's your number four yondo's arrow probably just okay his name but yeah yondo's arrow yeah. from the guardians of the galaxy i didn't think about that that's a great weapon it's it is it's an interesting implementation in the MCU because yep. in the comics he's just an archer. Yeah, he doesn't have a a whistle based space arrow. He whistle just has a golden more bow. Cooler. <laughs> huh? So it's more cooler with the whistle based arrow. So here's what I've always wondered about that thing is like, does the whistle have anything? Because because his his little faux hawk or whatever like on his head has yeah. been like kind of like I feel like it's a mind transmitter where he does it but like is the whistling just him flaunt like flexing going hey I can whistle as well does the whistling have anything to do with it if he whistles <laughs> higher it, it kills I, a dude faster like what's I what? think he has to whistle okay like the octaves is what the fin picks up how interesting yeah, I mean he does say in Guardians 2 that he doesn't uh, he doesn't try to control the whistle he just feels it or control the arrow he just feels it and, yeah and the kind of whistles go where it goes. Hmm. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Ben's number four is All Black, the Necro Sword Holy uh, shit. by Gore the God Butcher, which in the God Killer storyline in uh, Thor, which we're going to get in Thor Love and Thunder, yes. that's the weapon he uses to kill all of the gods in the Marvel Universe. Did so. that also uh, sever the Celestial's head? It was made to kill Celestials. Yes. I don't know if it was like a... And it's actually a symbiote. Yeah, yeah. Because it was really? from Noel, yeah. the one of the 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 king of the symbiotes, right? Yeah. Or like well, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I know it's a little off subject, but uh, the sword for the Black Knight, that almost seemed like a symbiote on on that sword. The way that Black Liquid kind of. We'll moved. see. the The theory that I saw about that is that when he touches it, his armor is going to come out of the sword, oh, and that's nice. what that was. Okay. It was just yeah. waiting to like sure. envelope him. Uh, Jesse's number four is Web Shooters, the one from the comics with the palm button. Palm button, yeah, yeah. And he said. 
Uh, I've ever since a kid, I've always wanted real web shooters. Yeah. Who? who oh my god. The, the silly string ones. Those were the best things. Ever. I had web shooters, yeah. but I had to hide and do it in my room when my parents were watching. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, nah. I mean, as a kid, like, that's the most real, real. Uh, I got you. Get it? Hey yeah. yo. <laughs> but I mean, it's almost like visually, it's almost the only thing that really seems like the most visual real thing as a kid. With silly string. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I get how that's like. Ooh, I'm like Spider Man, but it, to me, it was like and. You have to remember, I was a grown man whenever these came out. But to me, it was like, that's kind of fun, I guess, but I can't swing on it, and that's the whole yeah. point. It's depressing when you realize, oh, it, I can't grab it, and it connects to anything. And, and how, how cool were those, too? Because in the comics, Peter Parker's making his own web serum. And it like it establishes so early on with you that like, Peter Parker's really, really, really smart. Mm-hmm. He's not just a kid that had got some powers. Like He's also really smart and able to do these things, and it just put him on a whole other tier level mm-hmm. than yeah. a lot of your like well, middle-tier like, superheroes. Like, yeah, right. it is it's crazy. Like, I mean, even even some of the really smart, like Reed Richards, were impressed with what he was doing. Like, that's how crazy. I think like, it's really something that we didn't get in the movies until the Tom Holland version. Sure, where he showed kind of how intelligent he was. I don't think uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew was, Garfield had it. There was a few scenes where yeah. he like. I know was, he makes his own web fluid, but it's well, off he's of got, one of his dad's. Um, yeah. Plans like he doesn't come up with anything on right. his own. True. Ugh. Get, uh, get off my back about bunch. Andrew Garfield. But he does kind of show that he works on computers and stuff like that. I he mean, skateboards a bunch, and he does a lot of crying in the second you one. Know what, you know what Tobey Maguire's uh, uh, Spider-Man did? He just shot it out of his freaking wrist like a like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> Why he looked like an idiot, too. He did. He did. He the did raised webbing like is not my favorite thing on that. Do you know why they did that, the raised webbing? Because they thought Spider-Man's costume should be red, white, and blue. So instead of doing black webs, they used raised silver webbing so that it would reflect white when he was swinging. Hmm. America. To make it more patriotic. So, you know, really? at the end of the first movie when they have him swing up and, like, sit on the flagpole next to the American flag, everything lined up color-wise. That's Fair enough. Well, I never got that from it, so just another reason why that movie sucked. Uh. <laughs> uh, my yeah. number four is the Omni Wrench from Ratchet and Clank. Okay. If you ever played the game, it's the weapon of, and I forget the name of the, their race, but the race that Ratchet is from. The weapon does a ton of things. It changes shapes. It makes all the different weapons that he uses throughout the game. It's a lot of fun, and and he destroys villains like left and right with it. And and I love the Ratchet and Clank game. So, nice. Blake, you're number three. <laughs> Oh, millionaire! Yeah. Yep. What is it? Millionaire. Mew, mew. Millionaire. Mew, mew. Millionaire. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, believe you're, I believe he's saying Molnair. Mol. Molnair. Millionaire. Bolognese. <laughs> tomato. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there that, we, go. we heard that a lot in New York City. It's like yeah. a, <laughs> tomato. Tomato. <laughs> hey. It's like comparing apples and apples. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Apples and apples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is this thing that you just said? Mjolnir. What is that? Yeah, uh, Thor's hammer. So, uh, once again, I mean, you know, as long as you're worthy of it, you got some pretty cool powers that come mm-hmm. along with it. I mean, get the the whole lightning thunder, you know, scenario. Uh, sure, sure, the sure. whole momentum, which can make you fly, and uh, for some reason it comes back to you, which we don't know why, but uh, <laughs> it e- likes you. Yeah, er- everything about it though, just badass. If you love something, let it go, and if it comes back. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. So in the in the comics as well, uh, Thor's hammer was honestly Thor's hammer in the comics was much more powerful than it is in the MCU. Like he had a lot. Like he could he could summon uh, like part of the Odin force, and he could actually teleport. He he. Had, what was it? What was the the god blast that he could take out of uh, shoot out of his uh, hammer that actually uh, cracked um, 
Galactus that like Galactus actually ran away from. I think Thor. that's all later. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's a more modern yeah level of Thor's powers that he's got that now. It still yeah. happened though. Yeah, no, it still yeah. happened. Thanks, man. I'm not saying it didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying like you got to think like in the MCU, the version of Molnair we're getting is early Thor Molnair, right. whereas there's like 50 years of development and sure, yeah, 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 and, and yeah. power changes and no, such. That's fair. That's sure. Fair. Jared, your number three. Okay, so my number three comes from the world of DC, and it has uh, been said to be one of the greatest weapons in the DC universe, and that is the ring of a Green Lantern. Uh, you know, when you look at some of the better Green Lanterns out there, you know, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, you know, those types of guys, they were able to take something, you know, in this uh, this ring and turn it into something that made them like a freaking powerful ass superhero i mean able to conjure is you know whatever your mind can think of you know do a lot of different things and i mean in the comics i think like the movies in in video or not video games movies and shows never really showed you this true ability of the rings but like this they had so many uses in the comics which allowed you to be able to uh do such a wide range of things but what did he say much better than Nova. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is everybody shitting on Danny? Today? It's fine. It's fine. I got broad shoulders. <laughs> yes, you do. But yeah, I mean, I should say in, the, in terms of if you said, if you had game, put me in a room and you said, grab one weapon, I think I'd probably grab a green lantern ring because I think I could, I think I could use that and like do pretty well with that above a lot of other things. And I just always really liked that. Like I, I'd put, I'd make some weird ass shit with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think you have phenomenal willpower. I think a green lantern ring would be great for you. Do you do really? Yeah. I think I have terrible willpower. I have a gambling uh, problem. <laughs> Maybe I could put make uh, make it uh, show me the, or give me the cards I want. Heather, so, you're number three. The lasso <laughs> of truth. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Okay. Being able to make you tell the truth, that can be a powerful weapon. Yeah, it's unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah, even by Superman, he can't break it. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about the lasso of truth is that Wonder Woman was created by the man that invented the uh, lie detector machine. And he created Wonder Woman prior to making the lie detector machine, and he gave her the lasso of truth because he had come up with the idea for the lie detector machine but didn't know how to implement it. <clears throat> he created Wonder Woman. She became popular in the comics, and then he got the money to actually make his lie detector happen. Interesting. Huh. Never knew that. Ben's I number three is the Mandarin's Ten Rings. Um, I don't I know if that's the that MCU version or the comic book version, but either way. I would, put, I would do the MCU version. Incredibly powerful. Sure. Yes. Really um, nice. They're actually technology from the planet of Fin Fang Foom. Um, they're not rings, <laughs> per se. They're part of a ship that was crashed um, with them on it. Uh, I like Jesse's. <laughs> yeah. Batman's utility belt. It contains whatever the plot requires. <laughs> Listen, I almost put that on my list. I was just going to put Batman's plot armor as one of the, he the greatest said weapons. He earlier today, too. <laughs> like, you're so spot on, Jesse. Like, how crazy. Like, I'm not even going to get into it, but you're 100. It should be the, the greatest. Really... <laughs> it should be the greatest weapon that ever was created in the entire uh, comic book sphere. So here's the thing. When you're talking about that and you're talking about his utility belt and his plot armor and all that shit. You're really just talking about like the animated series and the uh, the original Adam West Batman because that's not a thing in any of the movies or comics after that. Sure, except for maybe uh, Batman Forever and Batman Batman and Robin. Yeah, but I mean, and possibly the new Batman. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but even still, in the more updated comics, Pat like Batman still has you know 
ridiculous amount of plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody else agrees with you. Uh, anyway, let's get to my number three. My number three is Baymax from Big Hero 6. I love Baymax. I love Baymax, too. Big Hero 6 actually a Marvel property. Yes. It was the first Disney animated Disney movie released by – no, first anim- animated Marvel movie released by Disney. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's actually a Marvel comic first, and then Pixar made it. I'm still waiting for number two to come out. Me, too. Seriously. I, I, that is one cartoon that is like – it's, it's a great. It's just a great animation. Like I mean, so much emotion in it makes you cry. Yeah, makes you happy. I and mean, it's got a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, yeah, it does. On top of everything else, but yeah, it's a great movie, great character. I love Baymax. I added Baymax because I know that we said nothing with um, artificial intelligence to be counted, but Baymax really, if you watch the movie, is not doing anything outside of his programming. He doesn't yeah. have any actual right. thoughts. Sure. So neither do I. Yeah, Blake, you're number two. Cap Shield. Yeah? I mean, and just so anybody knows, I'm going to step further than these other two guys. I came with illustrations of my three of my number five. We have the Eye of Agamotto, Molnir, and Cap Shield, in case y'all are wondering what they look like. Yeah. but Well, I'll show everybody my next one. <laughs> I was uh, even though it defies the laws of physics, uh, yeah. Cap Shield, man, I mean... I have two of them. Who wouldn't want a real one? And, and and to operate properly like it's supposed to. Right. Yeah. To defy gravity and right. Yeah. Physics. Um. And and which is your favorite? The comic book version that's the hybrid of vibranium and proto adamantium, or the MCU version that's just pure adamantium? Well, being the vibranium. Wolverine fan that I am, <laughs> it would have to be the hybrid version. Yeah. Yeah. The. I think Danny would choose that too as being the bigger Wolverine yeah. fan. Well, he's not bigger. I mean, well, I mean, he didn't buy a Wolverine comic when he was in New Jersey. No, it's because he already had a bunch of them. I do have a. bunch. He don't have that one. He's the he's first Wolverine. Yeah, you have the first Shadow issue of Wolverine, and like I said to you when you bought it, I have the photo. The uh, god damn it, the holofoil cover version where Magneto rips his adamantium out did. of his body. You didn't as of two weeks ago. Hey. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> you guys may have had that stuff, but when we were in New York City, I bought a bag of gummies uh, by from a street vendor. So <laughs> it's true. We're all living life pretty pretty well. So Pretty high on the hog. Let's not, let's not all get on our high horses. <laughs> You're number two. So, so my t- number two comes from the world of Halo. And listen, there's so many weapons that I could have chosen. I could have chose the pistol from Halo 1. I could have chose a shotgun from literally any of them, the rocket launcher, the sniper rifle, any of these, because they're such iconic ones. But there's one weapon that's more iconic than all the rest of them, and that is the energy sword from Halo. Uh, Halo 2, mainly, because that's the first time we get to use it. Like Anybody that's played Halo knows that that's one of the most satisfying things that you can do is you know just blast the shit through a, an, an elite or a fellow player whenever you're doing multiplayer. But... Uh, I genuinely, honestly think that a energy sword could beat a lightsaber in a fight too. <laughs> so, Jared, you talk about Halo more than any other modern person that I know of. You bring it up. <laughs> it's the first game regularly. I ever. The first game I ever owned was Halo One for the Xbox. So, so I want to ask you: Did you see that Paramount Plus dropped a teaser for their Halo TV series today, I, starring I, Master Chief? I I saw the original. I saw the teaser for it a few days ago. Where they the Master Chief put on his head, yeah. yeah. So I saw that a friend showed me that. So yeah, I, I'm very aware and I'm excited. How do you, how for do you it, feel so. about that? You're excited. So I have mixed feelings about it. Um, they've yet to actually do any sort of successful Halo, like, uh, 
motion picture, whether it be really animated or anything else. They've what done about like red versus blue. Yeah, but that's that doesn't shut up. Uh, <laughs> so I th- and with it being the Master Chief, it'll be very interesting to see how they do it. If they go more of like a Mandalorian style, where the Master Chief doesn't talk very much and other people do the talking for him, or how they do because there's such it's a huge world. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lore and a lot of material they can draw off of. So I would like to honestly see some of some of their missions pre-Covenant, uh, where the, it's him and uh, in, in Blue Team just going off doing doing their stuff and like becoming the team that they are in the uh, video games. Are you guys familiar with this? No. <laughs> Slightly. So um, nerd. I so, played Halo three times. So so in the in the Halo lore, Master Chief was not the only Spartan. There were seventy five Spartans that passed the original uh, Spartan two program and were like the OG Spartans. Hmm. Uh, and part of that team, um, most of his, most of the team was lost on Reach when the <laughs> when the Fire Nation attacked when the Covenant hit hit Reach. But uh, there's still in the actual video games, there's still blue team still out there, and there's several people that uh, Spartan One One Seven grew up with and is now uh, you know part of a part of a team with. So nice. this is a weird. This is weird being the most knowledgeable thing yeah. about something. So there you go. I don't like it. It's too yeah, much responsibility. Too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't right, make me Heather, do this you're again. number two. Okay. Odin's staff. Okay. Okay. I like it. It's got a lot of power. Yeah. yeah for sure. We we were uh we were just talking about this I think today or yesterday. We were talking in the in the like mythos of like god tier weapons like Odin's staff, uh Odin's sword, like those things are like crazy powerful uh things. Like and I mean Odin in and of himself was uh, Odin could probably have went toe to toe with Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, or at least he would not have been an I'd easy say kill. He'd be no, yeah, he'd be great. I'd, yeah, I, yeah, he's way more powerful than Thor. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. So like, I mean, uh, like with his staff and everything, like he's one of the most powerful beings in the entire Marvel universe. So, so if you've ever watched uh, American Gods, which is I love um, that show. You like yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Odin is also a character in that, and his staff Gungnir comes up in the show. Sure. Um, it's the weapon they used to kill other gods is how powerful it is. So Yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely. So yes. Ben's number two uh, was Giver Bio Booster Armor, which is a deep <laughs> deep pull to the B movies, Giver, um, that used to play on the sci fi channel. But even before that there was an anime of Giver. It's a bio armor that like connects to your body and enhances all of your abilities and makes you Faster, stronger, jump higher, run longer, and you also get these physical blades that shoot out of your elbows, and they use them to like cut people up and tear them apart and stuff. But the Giver armor is really, really cool. If you ever get a chance to check that out, nice. Is is Ben trying to correct me about Halo in the in the comments right now? I'll come at him so hard. I don't think I, so. Well, you mean when he says Master, Master Chief, Chief is Spartan One One Seven? Yeah. Yeah, no, he said it. He sent that right before you said it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, Ben. Jesse said I, his number two is Cat Shield you. too. He just yeah. assumed it would be my number one. Nice. Listen, I can. In, oh, I apologize, Blake. Come on. I don't understand what the big deal, but I. It's more of a symbol to me than anything else. Captain America's shield is really not that great. Like in the grand scheme of things, like you could have done so many more cool things with the metal and shit. But like, why is there? Danny, like, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two is Voltron. <laughs> the five space lions that form one giant, very powerful robot, Voltron. 
Uh, started out as an anime, brought to America, introduced to children on Saturday morning cartoons. Sure. Um, and it's still going to this day. They actually finished the Netflix series a couple of years ago, but I think they've already got another series going. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I love Voltron. Nice. You know, you know what's kind of cool about Voltron was, uh, have you ever read Ready Player One? Not read it, but I yeah. watched it. You watched, uh, so, well, I so, watched it. So the books were so much more in depth and a lot, a lot cooler than the movie. But in the final battle in the movie, Voltron uh, was was in it. They had oh, so really? many different like, uh-huh. things in it. But yeah, and the Iron Giant. I love. Yeah, the Iron movie, Giant though. was in it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and yeah. <sighs> Which I was watching um, Space Jam, the second one. I wasn't watching it, but somebody near me was watching it. Sure. So I was watching it over their shoulder because I would never actually watch a movie with LeBron. We watch it, it on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> okay. on the plane. And I saw that whenever they're doing the basketball game at the end, the Iron Giant and King Kong are standing next to each other, and they get high-five. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Um, My number one? Your number one. (laughs) Believe. It's it's probably Captain America's shield again. (laughs) Adamantium claws. Oh, bro. Hell yeah. yeah. That, the go-to, number one, because, I mean, I love Cap. I know I talk about Cap. You know, I'm all all about some Cap, but Wolverine will always be my number one, true number one, to be honest with you. Uh, God, we fucking get it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, indestructible. I mean. Yeah. Razor sharp, indestructible. Yeah. Adamantium in the comics is was more powerful or more indestructible than vibranium, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh no, Ben, bone claws are not good enough for so me. So the the adamantium in Cap Shield is a an earlier version of adamantium. Um, it's not the adamantium. They were actually trying to replicate the proto adamantium that his shield is made out of whenever they made Wolverine's claws. That's oh. what. So he actually the proto adamantium on the on Cap Shield is a, a more pure version of adamantium than what Wolverine has in him. Speaking of bone claws, you know when I seen the bone claws when they came out in Wolverine Origins. Uh, I was like, nasty. oh, that's, that's cool looking, even though they're not animated. You know they're not in- indestructible. That's, that's cool. And then the freaking scene where he stomps some claws, or Sabretooth stops his claws and they break. Oh, my God. You're talking about cringing. Yeah. Like, that was yes. so cringy. And I'm like, nope, bone claws are not cool. <laughs> so do you guys know what adamantium is actually named after? Tell us. A guy named Adam? No. So, <laughs> so Thor, or not Thor, Hercules. Hercules had a mace that was made out of a metal called adamantine, and it was an indestructible metal, and adamantium is actually named after it. The interesting thing is that Hercules is a big character in the Marvel Comics world, and he actually carries the adamantine mace with him in the comics. Hercules fought in Civil War, didn't he? Yes. He replaced Thor for a while. It was the the mighty Hercules was the comic run. That's so nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking, freaking Greek god! Just as a down, like, could you imagine being like a street level superhero fighting in Civil War, and then all of a sudden you see Hercules? Is like, I, I give up, I please. Give up. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Jesus. So Ben says bone claws aren't good enough for you. Yeah, that's why I just said the whole bone claw okay. thing. Yeah. Jared, what's your number one? <laughs> so this is a. No, I don't think this is completely obscure, but it's one of my favorite uh, weapons that I've ever seen in, in comics. Uh, but it is the War World from uh, DC. Uh, the war world is basically this like small moon sized uh, metal object that can fly in space. It is capable of fixing itself. Uh, it is basically it's basically like a 
like an army in and of itself. Like this thing has taken on entire civilizations and defeated it. Like uh, Superman once referenced Warworld as being one of the scariest things that they, they they've ever encountered, and it's run all by one one person, uh, one person's mind. So like this huge thing, where they can you know it can heal itself, it can replicate, it can you know reproduce all of its own weapons um, that can just fly around the universe and just f some people up. Like, and it, yeah. it's actually kind of interesting um, to plug in Young Justice uh, for a second. The the uh, animated series uh, you actually see that in uh i think the second and the third season you get to yeah. see war world so it was a great pull from kind of a like not a super obscure but a very lesser known uh, uh thing in the in the dc comics uh for that so yeah that's my number one heather hit us with your number one mine was already stolen the green lantern's ring ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an interesting weapon that you yeah. can kind of craft whatever you want with it Unless you're in the Ryan Reynolds movie, and then it's kind of lame. Uh, <sighs> Ryan Reynolds. Ben's number one was the Avarice Power Ring from the Orange Lanterns, which we've talked about this on the show a few okay. times. Um, but it's it's a Green Lantern or an Orange Lantern ring. It's similar to all the other color Lanterns rings, except there's only one of them. And the ability of the ring is to create an army of Green Lan- of Orange Lanterns to wield for you. And they're, they're, the entities have their own mind or whatever, but they all answer to the orange power ring, and they're all slaves to its will. Hmm. Yeah, it's one of the most powerful things in the universe. Hmm. Uh, Jesse said that his number one was also Wolverine's claws. He said, I think the claws were just a big part of my comic experience as a kid. There was always really cool illustrations, even when he got them taken. Yeah, nice. I agree. I love Wolverine. It's my favorite character. And Danny, your number one. Oddly enough, Jesse listed my number one as his number five, but it's the ultimate nullifier from Marvel Comics. Um, the only thing in all of the galaxy that Galactus fears. Um, the Fantastic, Fantastic Four took it from Ta-2, which is Galactus's homeworld, um, and Johnny Storm flew up there and took it the first time that Galactus invaded Earth. And Reed threatened to use it on him. The interesting thing about the ultimate nullifier is that if the person wielding it has the power of will to wield it, they can destroy something or someone from the universe so completely that it actually removes them from the timeline, which is why Galactus is scared of it. Um, It's only been used, I think, in the comics, only actually ever been wielded one time. And the person that wielded it didn't have the willpower to pull it off and it killed them instead that's really cool yeah, yeah. that's not crazy sure. you know, like, know it's, cr- it's crazy amount of like god tier weapons there are are out there like of uh you know they could do destruction on massive scales like, and the really cool thing about it is it's it's tiny little gun yeah. like the noisy cricket from men in black <laughs> i thought about putting that on my list <laughs> and it's the thing that the thing that Galactus is scared of. Like, he's like, yeah. oh, no, nah, I don't want to fuck with your planet. Like, it turns out it leaves because this thing's so powerful. <laughs> don't um, want none. And also, yeah. another interesting thing I found when I was researching it, um, the Galactus has the ability to just call it back to himself, to his ship, um, to tattoo anytime he wants. So whenever people get it and wield it or take it or whatever, and then it just disappears on them, it's because he just, like, calls it back. He's like, Come back. It's mine. You can't Ooh. have it. I need that technology for my car keys. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd be fantastic. But anyway, so this has been our number five, or our top fives. 
It's been our number fives. That's a fun top five. That's been our top five. Uh, feel free, as you're watching the video, to comment your top fives. Uh, I know not everybody watches live as we go. Um, so feel free to add your top fives, and we'll comment as they come up. Um, thank you guys so much for watching our top five. Top five. The top of the five. That was the most awkward ending to that segment I've ever done. <laughs> it was. I felt, sure. I felt weird for you. I did, um, too. And I'm also embarrassed now to be on the show because yeah, I kind of painted, <laughs> my, painted myself into a corner there. Yeah. I didn't know where to go. Uh, oh, the turntables so, have yeah. turned. You talk about our trip? Um, yeah, so we went to – we flew into Newark, New Jersey. Lo- uh, lovely town. It, yeah, very nice town. It is. Uh, <laughs> very, we had some pizza there. Pizza was okay. Decent. It wasn't as good as yeah. the, what we ended up getting later. Yeah. Um, we ate too much. It was a lot. I we were very you, hungry when we got there. You um, ate too much. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, so we were double stacking pizzas and ate eight of them, I think. <laughs> well, I was a, I'm a hungry boy. I'm a growing boy. Um, but anyway, we went to Red Bank, New Jersey, the home of uh, Kevin Smith and all of the comic book men. Um, we had a, uh, a date set to meet with uh, Mike. Uh, Zepsik. Mike Zapsik of Comic Book Men and I Sell Comics. We knew Ming wasn't going to be there. Um, Mike had something personal come up. He couldn't make it to meet with us, but we did get to tour uh, Giant Silent Bob Secret Stash. There's a video of it up on our Facebook. Yeah. did a live tour of it. did a live tour. We bought a bunch of really cool merch and we stuff, did. brought some stuff back home. Um, had a great trip there. Red Bank is beautiful. Oh, my God. That is a beautiful I, I, I little town. I could live there, seriously. That's yeah. the most beautiful downtown area I think I've ever seen. I mean, it had the old character in it. Yeah, yeah. It was just in pristine condition. Are you thinking about what Chelsea said? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> they have there a lot a, of shit on the walls. There was just, yeah. there was just something about it that you know, it was, it was really, it was really great. <laughs> so Blake's fiance, Chelsea, were walking down the street, and there's like some hanging flowers. Um, <laughs> there's some hanging flowers, and she's walking by, and she's like, "See that shit? We don't have that shit at home." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Let's talk about all the things. <laughs> uh, we're good. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so we went to Red Bank. Red Bank was fun. We toured their downtown area. Yeah. Um, it was a little cold the second night we were there. Blake was not dressed appropriately. I was not. I was dressed appropriately. I just did not have a coat. But we went to Times Square, um, got some yeah. legit New York pizza. <laughs> um, I ate a euro off of a street cart, so what that was, was it? cool. What was it? F- Famiglia? Fam- familia, familia. I, I think I don't think you pronounce the G. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm just pronouncing it the way well, we you went to did familia the first time. Pizza. Yeah, uh, but uh, world famous New York's favorite pizza. It was great. For yeah, real. it was very. I mean, we I I enjoyed it so much. I actually went up and got more pizza. Yeah. And the stromboli was amazing too. And the stromboli was good. Yeah. I expected the bread to be kind of dry, and it wasn't. It was really really kind of soft. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, tour Times Square. We went to Midway Comics. Yep. Which is one of the biggest comic book sh- stores in the whole country. Yep. Uh, two stories. Of Some amazing comics. collectibles I wouldn't yeah. have shipped home that I talked myself out of. Yeah. Blake Blake almost pulled the trigger on some very expensive shit. <laughs> it was so beautiful, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and we went to the Stranger Things store. That, we did. that was awesome. It wasn't just a store. Like, each room, you got to experience, like, a, a scene on the movie. Uh, yeah. It was a very interactive store, yeah. which was really neat. They had the arcade set up. You had the uh, the living room with the Christmas lights, the letters on the wall, and you get to answer the phone. Uh, it was yeah, you, stuff. There was a phone in there that would ring, and when you answered it, Will would talk to you through the yeah. from the upside down. 
Um, they also had the Demogorgon like coming through a portal at oh, you. Yeah, they had the lab up. in there. They had the high school. They had the snowball sign, and you could take pictures in front Who of it. Who was I during all this? You were outside, outside watching people. Oh, that's right. I <laughs> love that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I loved it so much. We had a blast. <laughs> we had a really good time at the Stranger Things store. Yeah, yeah that, was, um, that was awesome. But, yeah, so uh, we went to Brooklyn. We saw the Captain America statue, took pictures in front of it. Uh, you got to also uh, be uh, for the Rogers. Oh, yeah, we went to the Rogers Theater in, uh, on Broadway where yeah. they do Hamilton, and we also saw the theater where they're doing Cursed Child right yeah. now on Broadway. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy about with New York City, and I think you guys, I think we all touched on this at some point, there's a lot of cities that seem like they're really cool, and then you get there, and it's like some of it's cool, but a lot of it you're just like, oh, like you know, some, there's oh. some rundown areas, or it's, you know, just it doesn't yeah. uh, hold up to the hype. But like New York City, especially – like that time even even the areas where we were eating at and exploring was fantastic like oh i think God. the people of that city have a certain pride for what you know yes. for yeah. everything and like it's it's it, a it, cool city like it's fantastic it definitely lived up to more than what you expect it to be large like larger than life and it is but it's even larger than you expect it to be larger than life yeah like so and speaking, of I got wolverine, so speaking of wolverine hugh jackman was doing a production down there yeah and when when blake saw it he almost had to change his pants. It was yeah. I, actually, I, I I did. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> so TMI. But uh, why'd you have to change your pants? Because <laughs> my web shooter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, that's very true. Huge man. Is yeah, a lovely man. We we definitely have to go back to spend like a week there because there are so many things. We were there for what five hours. Uh, yeah, it was a spur. Day, the, it yeah. wasn't even a planned part of our trip. Spur of the moment thing we did, uh, but it's the best five hours of my life. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my God, I'm just in love with that city. For the best five <laughs> hours of your life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got uh, first and middle name for that. <laughs> wow. Oh uh, well. Jeez. Sorry. Well, he, he, he mentioned web shooter first. So you know so, what's <laughs> really cool? Uh, <laughs> New York is also known for being the home of. One very specific comic series uh, or comic brand. Um, they're almost all stationed in New York in in this one. And and Blake, you feel a certain kind of way about this comic company, right? Oh yeah, it's got to be Marvel. So <laughs> close enough. <laughs> it's the only thing I have in life is ridicule. <laughs> oh, so this week on Make My Marvel, uh, we're still in Avengers Disassembled. Uh, the next uh, characters that were in the uh, next issues was only a two-issue uh, series over these characters, which was Iron Man. Uh, it had a couple other uh, characters in it. Uh, Warbird was in it, which, if I'm not mistaken, that's Carol Danvers, right? It's a yes. version yeah, of Carol is. Danvers. Is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, that, that, uh, that's what's in. Uh, it's just two... Uh, Wait, who's Carol Danvers in the MCU? So before she claimed the Captain She's Marvel... She's not in the MCU. Before she claimed the Captain Marvel moniker, she was Warbird for a while. Because yeah. she they got away from Warbird. Marvel. But, uh, I wonder if Brie Larson will ever be uh, nope, Warbird. She will not. Uh, she, is, she is... Her mother was a Cree Warbird, which is where the name comes from. Yeah. So Brie Larson will never. Blake, have do you think we should do a top again. five Brie Larson moments in the MCU? <laughs> ben says, "Welcome to the new segment. It's got to be Marvel." <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah. So anyway, Blake, you were... You we were are saying? constantly adapting and evolving here. Uh, in some ways, we're not proud of. Because uh, uh, you're a web shooter? So pretty much it's... I, I don't know. It's just it's just pretty much Iron Man going underneath the city. Come to find out underneath his uh, father's mansion, there is a giant robot called Arsenal. Uh, the Avengers are kind of split up... Uh, like, Iron Man's kind of out doing his own thing. They're all kind of pissed at him. Uh, the Avengers are kind of mainly working for, like, the UN, United Nations, kind of mm. all over the world. Uh, and there's a lot of people outside of the Avengers, Stark Mansion, which is now the Avengers, uh, are outside rioting, saying America first, America's impor- important. What's, uh, wrong, sc- what's wrong with that? Screw the rest of the world. What's wrong with USA? I just, uh, I'm not. That's another reason. Are you, yeah, what are you, you got saying? freedom because of the United got States? Kind of you got some, you got some I, shit I, I you want to talk about problem. America? Hey. No. These I colors don't say. run. <laughs> For a man that loves Captain America, you sure don't love this country very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah once you get it. out of here, you beatnik. Please, yeah. please continue with your hating on America. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, this shows that shows a lot of uh, politicking. Uh, with, with <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to, you don't get to go back. What did you just say? <laughs> you know, like clocks do. Politicking. Yeah. But Jesus. So they're underneath uh, this uh, giant robot called Arsenal gets activated. It's been sitting dormant, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and the Avengers are blocking some kind of... Avengers are kind of like blocking some kind of signal in the airways or communication, and that's what activates this Arsenal robot. So uh, Tony Stark's trying to fight it, uh, not really getting too much leadway, and boom, here comes Carol Danvers. And to save the day Brie as Larson. Warbird. Brie uh, Larson. <laughs> And uh, so they fight it together, and just miraculously, she beats it like that. Well, and then she's really powerful. And they immediately they're like, "Oh, that, that it was that it easy." Like- <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally make the comment, "Oh, that's it. It was that easy to kill." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, it's dead." All this build up to the Avengers being disassembled is like kind of crazy because it's like I don't even know where the timeline. I don't. Where in the timeline? Oh, I did find this. out. Uh, John Jackson Miller is the writer of these comics. Yeah. So that's. I did find that out. You know what's really interesting about this is is that you know Iron Man couldn't defeat some something very easily, but then uh, Captain Marvel Warbird came in and just you know helped out and won the day. So, I mean, it almost seems like Captain Marvel is a pretty cool and Warbird. dynamic character. Warbird. Captain yeah. Marvel Warbird. is Warbird. She, is. Uh, she was uh, not wearing no red and blue. She was wearing a black outfit. So I mean, you know, but War- it's it it's Brie Warbird. Larson at heart. Yeah, not really. So uh, <laughs> I mean, if it was Brie Larson at heart, why she not have her own solo movie again? But she can't carry it. They've uh, got one so, coming. What are you talking about? No, she don't. The Marvels. That's yeah. not her solo movie. It's got Ms. Marvel in it. It's going to have... Right, yeah, but it's her movie. But is it? <laughs> why, why did they change it from Captain Marvel 2 to The Marvels? Well, because it's not a solo movie. This, well, is, she why is Captain America the Winter Soldier not Captain America 2? Like, that's how they name things. Yeah, riddle no. is that, Blake. Is it is it the Bucky no. movie? Is Cap not in it? Did I miss something? Yeah. Whatever. It's not uh, anyway. It's not Harry Potter and Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, although it should be Hermione Granger. Fucking <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it. ends with the, the fight, and then some guys in a suit approach a Tony saying, hey, we want you to be a politician. Uh I thought they were going to ask him about the Lord we and Savior want Jesus you. Christ. We, we're going to put you in a control situation, but just know that you're not going to uh, be in charge is what they said. Oh, it sounds fun. Yeah, they're That's like, what all so, my uh, ex-girlfriends told they're me. like, you know, hope you can grow some armor and have a tough skin, and that's it. It's just a two-issue deal. I mean, yeah. it, it was boring. 
uh, the whole Arsenal deal was like, oh, I mean, some explosions, some uh, repulsor blasts. And it's like, oh, that's not working. Here comes Warbird. Couple of hits. Boom. Dead. It's over. Hey, you want to be a politician? Yeah, let's go. End of story. So, just another Wednesday in the Avengers compound. I bet that's how yeah. George Bush became president. Something very similar. He was just not knowing what the hell was going on, and some dudes in black suits came in and said, hey, you want to be a politician? <laughs> yeah. You don't really get to do anything, but we're just going to... He was sitting on the floor with his little color-shaped pattern toy, and he was trying to drive the square through the round and, hole. And along <laughs> comes Dick Cheney, solves it for him, and says, I'm going to make you president, you son bitch. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so yeah, that's this week on Make Mine Marvel. <laughs> And we're back. So that uh, Jesse just asked, what's the last MCU movie that didn't have a hero cameo? And say that again. The last MCU movie that didn't have a hero cameo at the end. Hmm. Like, let's see. So even back Thor 2. So Iron Man has the Dark World. There's no hero cameo. In the, I would. I no, know no for cameo, sure that though. Avengers, the uh, first Avengers, they they were eating shawarma, so that wasn't anything. But at the end of the credit scenes, it showed Thanos. That wasn't. Yeah, but that's not a hero. Oh, hero. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, Blake. <laughs> um, are we, are we really going to think about this? Is this going to be? I, I don't know. I'll, I'll delve into it. But I, I what really about, like Ben's new. What about Age of Ultron? I don't think there's a cameo in that. I don't think there is. What is? How does Age of Ultron in? Uh, oh, it's the newer, the newer Avengers. The Captain America is assembling mm-hmm. yep. everybody. Well, there's a. So those are heroes. Post credits. Uh, he said, he, said, he was... said not to end credits, just like just throughout the movie. In oh yeah. Uh, I don't know where that went. <laughs> Damn it, Ben! Why you make us think about well, this stuff? Well, I would say uh, Far From Home. They don't introduce any other heroes in Far From Home. It's true. Not a one. Yep. So, yeah, I would say, if I'm guessing, I'm going to say it's Far From Home. It's the last one where they did. Yeah, it would be Far From Home. Introduce any new heroes. So, Ben said, that's this week's seven of, you bet your sweet ass it's Marvel. (laughs) 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 That's got Uh, a ring to it. I like that. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Hey, uh, Jared, can I ask you a question? Yeah, ask me anything. Are you done? No, I don't think I'm done. Are you done? No, I'm not even close to done. This week's segment on Are You Done? This is where they battle out Danny and Jared. Who's the best? Who can create the best conversation debate? And it's up to y'all to vote over the next week who the winner is. So y'all ready to do this? Who's our characters? Oh, yeah. Do what? Who's our characters? 
I do not know. The so people, our characters uh, this week. Superman. So, yes. Yeah, su- oh, thank you. There you go, Heather. Christopher yeah. Reeves and Henry Cavill, right? T- ten points yes. for Gryffindor. There you go. Good yeah. job. Yeah, so this week we are pitting two of the iconic actors that played. Well, I guess not actors because Henry Cavill would. Well, Christopher Reeves not putting much of a fight there. Uh, but Henry, <laughs> Henry Cavill's Superman versus uh, uh, Christopher Reeves' Superman. Correct. Uh, and who would be the victor in that? And you get Christopher fight. Reeves, right? I have Christopher Reeves, and Danny has uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, yeah. Cavill. Cavill. He's so handsome. Whatever. Say it however yeah. you want to say it. <laughs> uh, all right. Y'all. All right. So Let's get this rolling. Should be Jared, or uh, should be me first. Yep. Yeah, you always oh, go first. Yeah. Don't, don't try first. to change the Jared format. Gets a, Jared gets the final word. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, why no. he, Ben that's said, didn't Christopher Reeves lose to a horse? No. <laughs> <laughs> Walt, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Heather, whenever you're ready. Wow. <laughs> So Henry Cavill, uh, the newest Superman, uh, literally <laughs> lifted the entire Justice League movie on his own shoulders, um, is an amazing actor, but also the first physically dominant Superman to have done the role. He is huge. He was absolutely fucking jacked whenever he played Superman, and he embodied the Man of the Steel, the Man of Steel, in a way that nobody had done it previously. Also, if you watch the Justice League fight, he outspeeds Flash. He overstrengths uh, Wonder Woman, and he takes down uh, Aquaman and uh, Cyborg all at the same time. Also, this one's got a kill count. He actually murdered someone. He broke Zod's neck to keep him from killing humans. So this guy's not afraid to cross that final line that most supermen won't, which means that with a history of killing other Kryptonians, I'm going to say that if the fight comes down to it, Christopher Reeves is kind of boned, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> and Jared. I need a oh second. My. I'm still laughing about Ben. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I can't Jesus stop. Jesus Christ. That was ridiculous. So, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. go. Let's go. Go. Okay, so, you know, Christopher, Christopher Reeves was not the first of the Superman to grace our uh, silver screen, but I, I believe he was the, the greatest of all of them. You, you referenced that Henry Cowell was one of the first uh, physically dominant uh, actors to play him, but in the, in the, during that time period, uh, Christopher Reeves was a fucking huge uh, uh, man in that whole thing. And, I mean, Christopher Reeves, in his movies, he had four movies as Superman and was able to do a lot of feats that we didn't see any other characters do. He was able to show us a full spectrum of his top abilities between his heat vision, his... Uh, ice breath his ability to speed up uh or turn around the earth to uh turn back time something which (laughs) henry cavill couldn't do because you know we still saw that shittiness with a cgi mustache and this guy took on three kryptonians at once and and defeated them uh so and i mean in terms of actual prowess both these guys are incredibly strong uh you know invulnerable to weapons and things like that i will say I didn't say anything else after that, so You're I'm right. abiding by the rules. <laughs> don't don't really look at will. me like that, mofo. Yeah. Like, did you see that? He's like, oh, I'm going to uh, definitely yeah. Yeah. You yeah. did good. You did really good. Very I did do super good. Very respectful. I didn't want to. Ugh. All right. Y'all ready to go back and forth? Yeah. All right. And Bring it, bitch. Oh, hold Whoop. Let me at him. Let me at him. All right. Now I'm ready. <laughs> All right. And go. So here's my question to you, sir. Can you tell me one thing that you think Henry Cavill or Henry Cavill Superman was better at and or 
dominant in that he would destroy Christopher Reeves because we can both agree they're very strong. Yeah, defeating three Kryptonians at one time because, as we all know, whenever Christopher Reeves had to do it, he had to depower them first, then defeat them. But Henry Cavill actually defeated all three of the exact same three Kryptonians in his movie without depowering them. So basically what you're saying is, is Christopher Reeves is the smarter of the two Superman and used his brain and his brawn to defeat people, if, not just his brute force. The Thank you for making my argument. I appreciate <laughs> it. Those three Kryptonians, Zod and his two helpers, had been as dangerous as the ones in Man of Steel. The body count would have been significantly higher because they didn't actually kill anybody, whereas the ones that Henry Cavill was fighting were slaughtering people left and right, <laughs> the which I-hop. is why Man of Steel is known as Mass Murderer of Steel more than it is Man of Steel because they flew through uh, whole skyscrapers and knocked them over on top of people as opposed to the Christopher Reeves version where he didn't have to deal with that so much. But had he waited to get them to the Fortress of Solitude to take their powers away, that body count would have been a hell of a lot higher. And he actually lost the fight against the three of them with his powers. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I think Chris Reeves has the better outfit uh, than Henry Cavill. Uh, really? So he should win by default. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting... Uh, also, no, Chris, he doesn't. Also, Christopher Reeves gave his uh, mobility for this country uh, by uh, playing Superman. So the, now, uh, the Henry Cavill Superman has Kevin Costner as his father. Uh, Marlon Brando was uh, 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 oh. his father from Krypton in the, in the yeah, movie. Yeah, so. and it was... Uh, Cr- Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe the movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ben. I don't know. What, yeah, he could. Yeah, whatever he to said. quote Family Guy. Wow, that was mildly inconvenient. Listen, listen, here's my argument. I think Henry Cavill's probably the stronger of the two, but Christopher Reeves is definitely yeah, the more iconic. Stop it. Just stop it. Henry Cavill's probably the stronger of the two. <laughs> Do you think? Um, I didn't even care about the rebuttal thing real fast. Do you think who is the actor that played the in between from those two? Uh, Brendan Ralph. Brendan Ralph. Yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, and right. Brendan Ralph was just the same Christopher Reeve Superman. Pretty so much the no, exact same. No, he, yeah. it's, it's a continuation. Yeah, yeah. You both get 30 more seconds apiece. Cool. Danny, you ready? And go. Okay. All I want to say is blah, 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 la, 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 la. <laughs> dumb, stupid shit. You, sir, have lost this argument. Henry Cavill is definitely the stronger of the two Supermen. <laughs> Christopher Reeves' Superman never even had to go up against the Justice League. They didn't even exist in his universe. There's no shared Batman-Superman universe in that one. Um, and I honestly think that we've seen on screen that this Superman is capable of things that that Superman was never capable of. And Jared, your 30 seconds, and go. So here's here's what I'm going to do oh, is last uh, – la- wait. Hold on. Now go. I have two minutes of solid time. <laughs> so last time when we argued, we argued with the Spider-Man, and one of one of Danny's key arguments was Tobey Maguire was the original of the Spider-Man, so he was definitely that was part of why he was better. Chris Reeves may not be the original, but he is the most iconic. Do you want to go against the most with the most recent in the CGI, or do you want to go with the classic man, the man that made Superman? into what he is today for modern cinematic uh, people. And, and arguably, is an American patriot, uh, whereas Henry Cavill may or may not be part of uh, the Nazi party. What? I'm just throwing it out there, man. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I don't care. What? I want to win. I don't, I'm don't. i 10% sure that Henry Cavill's a Nazi. I don't know. Maybe he is. That mustache was weird, man. It did not look good. 
So it is up to you, the fans, this week on the post to vote which one gave the better argument and which one that you think won. Do you love America or do you, are you a Nazi? That's basically <laughs> the argument. So everybody decides. Henry Cavill is a national treasure, sir. He's Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> That's that is... a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> that is this Valley week on Are You Done? Still one of my favorites from Dungeons and Daddies where he says, I looked up coin, uh, coin, toss a coin, and it just kept coming up with toss a coin to your Witcher. Uh, that was a stupid one. I think Heather should come up with it. Actually, let's come up with our next one. Let's get it back. Okay. Yeah, let's get back to that. And welcome back. So we need to pick our top five for next week, for we starters. Do. Oh, yeah, yeah, top five. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's say top five. Now I just want to see how long he'll stall for. <laughs> A long, long time. How about this? Uh, let's do this. I don't know if we've done this one before, but let's do top five sidekicks. We, we, yeah, we did that. Yes! Let's do top five. But that was comic, comic, okay. yeah, that was in the BJ times. <laughs> top, top, top five BJ time. comic or movie, you know, whatever, whatever uh, vehicles. Top five. Like vehicles, so aircraft, whatever. Transportation. Okay. Transportation. There transportation. Go. Top five yeah. movie, TV, video game. Yeah. So let's clarify transportation. this. Transportation. Comic it, book. It could, be, it could be a sentient being or a vehicle, like a oh, mechanical yeah. vehicle of some sort. Because its sole, its main purpose has to be carrying around the superhero or some sort of transportation. Like we there's, can't. There's no way Kit from Knight Rider isn't going to be on somebody's list. Yeah. I'm just right. saying. Yeah. Sure, 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 and sure. We, we can't deny them that. Is Yoshi, you know? is Yoshi considered a, a vehicle? <laughs> Yoshi and Mario are best friends. Yeah, but I mean, but he's made for transportation, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, would you be best friends or something with a person that just rode you all the time, ju- used you to jump up higher, and then like disc- like discarded you? Uh... And, and also, the animation for Yoshi to stick his tongue out, Mario punches him in the back of the head. I, I've got a. Are you done? Do all do free all do yeah. next week? Okay, what is that all right? Is that all right? What do you got? Yeah. All right. Professor X, James McAvoy, Professor X, Patrick Stewart. <sighs> we were trying to get away from doing the same character. Yeah, I don't want to do that oh, anymore. I want to do, uh, uh, do, do two, two separate characters. Okay, okay. Because one you, of us gets you. the... Get out of here, Blake. <laughs> get out of here. Let's get out of here. God, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's do... All right. How about... Uh... I don't know. I mean, you can say no Jess, to this too. Je- Jess, what, what Jesse about... in the comics. Let's you come up with an idea for us, and we'll see well, if it's let's worthy see, let's of our Blake thing. saying real quick. Or, or Blake as well. Beast from X Men versus Sabretooth. That's not a contest either. Sabretooth whooped the fuck yeah, out of true. him. Sabretooth would kick Beast's ass. <laughs> I'm glad we both agree on that. <laughs> Sabretooth versus Beast. Ben just said it. <laughs> see. Did See? he really just say that? Holy shit, that's nuts. Oh, shit. Gosh, this is a lot harder. Okay, um. Let's do Red Hood versus Winter Soldier. That No, that's a really good one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay. Uh, and who, who do you want? You know what? I'll give you first choice. Uh, I'll take Red Hood. Okay. I feel tight. good about that. Tight, 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 tight. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Thanks, All right. Ben. Apparently, they think it's stupid, but I think that's a great idea. <laughs> that's really funny. That is nuts. That is nuts. All right, so we're going to do Red Hood versus uh, Winter Soldier uh, yep. for next week's uh, Are we You are. Done? Yes. So. 
Okay. And the following week, we're going to do Beast versus Sabretooth. So then also coming up, we are going to be doing <laughs> another Sabretooth. Facebook contest for ticket giveaway for Spider-Man Far From Home. Nope. Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to be doing a ticket giveaway. We're giving away six tickets. This time we're going to do it in pairs. So we're going to give away one for you and one for a friend so you don't have to come by yourself and hang out with a bunch of weirdos you don't know. Um, so we will be giving six tickets away live on air. Um, we're actually doing a uh, maybe we might buy at the whole theater. Who knows? Yeah, we might just buy the whole theater. It Who just knows? but as of for now, we're going to do six. Yeah. Um, we might be giving away fifty. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough people to do. That. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're gonna be doing that, uh, and we also this Friday at six thirty. So we will probably put pictures of it up on our Facebook. Um, we're not going to be putting the video up. That's going to be going on our Patreon for our Pat- Patreon subscribers. Um, oh, the Hot Chip Challenge. Yeah, okay, of our Hot cool. Chip Challenge. So if you want to see us physically suffering and not just see pictures of it, um, get on Patreon and subscribe at any level, um, which I'm it's saying bullshit. that right now, but I haven't launched our Patreon yet. So don't do it yet, <laughs> but soon. Keep an eye on Facebook. Also yeah, this Friday, if everything goes as planned, uh, we got December 5th Toy Con coming up. We do. And uh, we have a surprise for everybody that we'll probably start advertising Friday. Yeah, yeah for uh, sure. If everything gets done in time uh, of what we got going on at the toy show for uh, December 5th. Yeah. Well, I think that's us for the week, guys. I want to say a big thank you to Blake Hickman Construction, uh, Picture What Designs, and Drop the Mic DJ Service for sponsoring us and doing such a great job on everything. Um, and you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Excelsior. Thank <laughs> you.